What's up, everybody? We're back. Swallow Your Whistle podcast, the best sports crap cast. Best crap cast brought to you by two college students in their pajamas. Facts. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's... It's been a couple weeks since we recorded, <laughs> and uh, we got some... Some some spicy stories, Juicy some of topics. which just came out today, but others that have been marinating for a little while. So, I'd like to start it off by making you mad. By making me mad? Yes. Oh, yeah, I see so, what's written on the board yeah. over there. So, I woke up, you know, I, I had class at 10, and I woke up around note 9, and I see on my phone that Gerard Gallant's been fired by the Vegas Golden Knights. What the fuck? Yeah, so the official letter, I think, said relieved of coaching duties. Same thing. Same thing. Um, dude, we were not... <laughs> I... I'm waiting for, like... It feels like there's a second half of this story yeah. that's gonna break. You know... Like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like it's... <laughs> I mean, he probably... What what could it be? Like he cussed out uh, George McPhee or something? I mean, I guess that there's been a lot of coaches that have been involved in the scandals about how poorly they treat their players. Unless something like that comes out, I mean, I just don't understand the firing. Yeah, I really don't get it. Like if if a conduct thing comes out, sure, okay, I could fair. see that. But like for any other reason, I just I don't I don't understand the firing. It's... And then assistant coach, what's Deborah? I think. Uh, oh, was he already an assistant coach with you guys? I'm pretty sure he was, yeah. Thought he was fired by the Sharks this year. Maybe it was last year, I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, he's taking over coaching duties for us, which... I'm not really a fan of taking anything from the Sharks except wins. Yeah, um, uh, and Evander Kane's teeth. Well, yeah. Still, still technically a win. Fair. Um, but, I mean... I... Yeah, he, he's been the Sharks coach for the last little while. I guess he's consistently gotten them to the playoffs is about the best thing I can say about it. Well, what I don't get is Vegas starts out their first year. Everyone is laughing at the fact that the Panthers just let him go to Vegas. Yeah. He leads him to the Stanley Cup Final. The next year, he's in the playoffs and then loses the Sharks in, well... Kind of a bullshit way, but and now he's gonna and now he's gonna lead Seattle to the Stanley Cup yeah, finals probably. in their first I mean, year. Yeah, you know they fire him after what's not even a mediocre season. We're second. The Knights are second in the Pacific. I don't get it. I I don't get it. There has to be something else. I'm because, upset. Yeah, because the Ducks, you know, waited for God knows how long to fire Randy Carlisle. You know, it was, oh, we're, like, second to last in the entire conference. But we're not last, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Basically I, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I don't get why Vegas did it. It's weird. I, I'm i interested to see what else comes out because there's yeah, no Yeah, I way. can't imagine that it was just, oh, he didn't like the way he was coaching the team. Because that can't be it. Like, <laughs> we can't stand that we keep just just missing the Pacific Division lead. That Whoa. can't be what it is. Wow, it's almost like they'll have a chance to go go further in the playoffs yeah i can only assume that it's something along the lines of like oh, a video is going to emerge tomorrow of him like assaulting a fan or something yeah. because I... if not then this just reeks of like some type of corporate power trip or something i mean the hockey is known to be a boys club so we'll see yeah yeah that's true that's true yeah i i don't know man it's really weird um 
again, I'm interested to see what comes out, but if nothing else comes out, then a really shitty move by what seems to be a very solid organization. Yeah, they, they didn't seem to have a lot of organizational dysfunction, and I'm really hoping that this isn't the first of the like cracks in Camelot, basically. <sighs> we'll see, or, man. Uh, I mean, that's... Or fractures in the fortress, yeah, perhaps. I, who knows? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of that one. All right, so now I'm going to turn around and piss you off uh, because you wanted to talk about that. Ugh. So now we're going to talk about... The Hinch and Cora debacle yeah. that potentially lost your beloved Dodgers <laughs> I say to beloved. World Series. Yeah, so let me begin by saying that the Los Angeles Dodgers were cheated out of two rings. Um, and let me say that the uh, Dodgers got completely screwed. It still felt Kershaw, though. He's still he's still a choker. Um but yeah, they still t- still statistically better than Sandy Koufax, though. Yeah, well, whoopty fucking do. He doesn't matter when, he's, when he chokes every time in the playoffs. Anyway, um, yeah. So the Dodgers was cheated. Uh, it was the the MLB was soft on on the Astros, in my opinion. Yeah, they were completely soft. They took away their first and second round draft picks, which oh no, there's only like seventy five rounds in the MLB draft. Um. They did. They took away their first and second round picks for two 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 years. They fined them five million dollars. Which oh my god, a professional sports team being fined five, five million. million. Oh no! And then the general manager of the Astros and uh, AJ Hinch were suspended for a year, and then they were both relieved of their duties by Houston themselves. And then Alex Cora was yesterday. He was fired by the Red Sox. Um, yeah, Cora kind of got the. The, got the hammer dropped on him. Well, he, I don't, I didn't know if I don't think Cora actually ever got suspended by Major League Baseball, but he was uh, fired by the Red Sox. But I mean, are any of these guys gonna have a career? No, I they well, I mean, these dudes are maybe. I mean, I don't know. You know, professional sports teams will stoop really low in terms of personnel they're willing to hire. Um, but. You know, uh, uh, sort of a, a coordinated attempt to violate the rules and sportsmanship of the sport would wreak pretty bad on any organization that picks them up. Yeah. I mean, there's always upheaval when an organization <laughs> picks up somebody who's got domestic abuse charges right. and things like that. But as long as they win, that just but as long, yeah. goes away. But what I'll say about this is I think that this goes beyond that. I would not be shocked if these guys don't get another job. I hope not. Just because... <laughs> The oh they've changed excuse bullshit. I mean it gets played out and everything. I think that at a certain level, people are more willing to have domestic abusers on their team than yeah, cheaters. I mean probably. And it's kind of a disgusting state of affairs. It's just something that I think happens to be true. Yeah, and I mean I th- I well I mean Houston's obviously fine with domestic abusers on the team too. So yeah, they, Houston they the in, in a long line of scummy moves. Houston's yeah, been caught Houston cheating. is the scummiest organization maybe in all of sports. Um, I mean, there. Um, also, I read a report of um, uh, Astros players trying to contact uh, um, like 
players on other teams telling them, oh no, like we never, we weren't a part of this, yada, yada, yada. And then this report comes out and apparently it's fractured some friendships. I didn't see any specifics, but I have no problem believing that, yeah, no. to be honest. And then Alex Bregman and, Altuze and Jose Altuve are a bunch of fucking bitches and they disabled all their comments on Instagram, so. Well, I can't handle the criticism from being a bad person. Hmm, shocking. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, I never liked the Red Sox. I always, I, well, I used to respect them, and I love Fenway Park, but after this, it's, they got a cheater on their team. I still, I still hate the Astros much more because, well, fuck Houston. And I've always been fuck the Red Sox, so. True, which, understandable. <laughs> I just. It, it stems from a, a childhood memory, but still. Yes, yes. No, I just. Houston, sh- I mean, I'm not saying the Dodgers should be like, oh, retroactively, the Dodgers won the 2017 World Series. That's stupid. I demand that's, that's justice. Really <laughs> oh, no, I do. I, I mean, I th- what I think should have happened is... I mean, it's definitely still tainted. No matter what no, no, we yeah. painted. Nobody's going to look back and say, oh, yeah, they probably won that my, legitimately. I think that the If I was Rob Manfred, this, is w- this would have been my punishment for Houston and then I'll go to Boston. For Houston, uh, their assistant, uh, their general manager... And uh, AJ Hinch should have been suspended for five. Should be suspended for life from baseball. They would have gotten fired anyway. I mean, but they're sus- gonna be probably yeah. just not yeah. employable at this rate. Suspended so. for life. I mean, if Pete Rose is still like out of baseball, they're they're gone from baseball. Fuck them. Yeah, I don't disagree. They should be they should be fined at least ten million dollars. Yeah, for sure. They should lose all all every single one of their draft picks for the next five years, and then they're. And then their World Series should be uh, revoked, basically revoked. I mean, yeah, I can't help but feel like this is a rather light punishment. Yeah. I, I mean, if you wanted to send the message, it's like, hey, this is what happens yeah, to cheaters. Exactly. I mean, it'd be like hanging the pirates outside of the port. Exactly. But... That's what, I mean, and again, I'm not saying that they should, oh, here you go, Dodgers. But listen, both the Red Sox and Astros titles should be stripped completely. There's just no 2017 and 18 champion. They're fined the maximum, which I think is five million, but make it ten. The manager and GM are gone for baseball. No draft picks at all for the next five years. I mean, basically, they're you're giving them the death penalty if if they're the NCAA, which yeah, I think is more than more than just. I think it's yeah. I would say that's fair. I mean, organized cheating on a wide scale really, ha- I don't think has a place in sports, nope. but. And the Red Sox, it's not the first time they've been caught cheating recently, too. I mean, I get to play devil's advocate here. The MLB would never do that. They need the money. They need the marketability of the team. I mean, who's... But goddamn, dude, to taint that win over the Dodgers right after Hurricane Harvey blowed through and you find Fuck out that Houston. it wasn't a fairy tale, it was just... They should have destroyed the Minute Maid Park. They should have destroyed Minute Maid Park. People just cheating? I mean... <laughs> That's a that's a pretty messed up thought to have because I remember everybody rallying around the Astros. It's yeah, like, until they were. Until oh, they were look, cunts. they're like yeah. Turn, until it yeah, turns yeah, out, they were all rallied around Houston until Yuri Gurriel decided to be a racist piece of shit. Well, yeah, there's that too. I mean, I don't think that really matters. Honestly, I think that. I mean, obviously, I think people. I mean, people hate the Dodgers, so they're room for the they're room for the Astros anyway. Yeah. But I mean, cool. They have their little moment, but sorry, it's stripped from you. You yeah, cheated. yeah. And the Red Sox, I would say that their punishments would be similar, especially since they have they're a repeat offender. Yeah, I think if you're caught using technology to steal signs multiple times, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
that the punishment should be exponential. So Alex Cora has been caught cheating twice. Because he was on the he was on the Astros um, like managerial team when they won the World Series, and then became the Red Sox manager. Yeah. So yeah. he should be he should be gone from baseball for life. Again, I, I think that no organization. Is right. Well, be able I mean, to I, think, I think I think I think that he he won't be able to get back in baseball. But I think the, the major league baseball should make an official statement saying these guys are banished for life. Yeah. I mean, could do that. I I, I just. For me, I'd feel the same way if it was the Dodgers. If they were caught cheating, I'd say that they deserve all the punishment in the world and the World Series is tainted completely. Yeah. Because it's no place in sports at all. Um, I just... It sucks because the Dodgers were absolutely robbed in 20... I mean, in 2018, even if they weren't cheating, the Red Sox were probably the best team in baseball. By a large margin. Uh, I mean, statistically, yeah. I don't think that cheating accounts for all of their no. success there. To I, be I mean, I think that, but I am now, I am now, fir- I firmly believe that the Dodgers were cheated out of the 2017 World Series. 2018, you can make an argument, but I still think the Red Sox were better. But 2017, Dodgers got completely screwed. I mean, yeah, they completely did get screwed. completely screwed. I mean, like, because sign stealing doesn't really help you with pitching, which was, I think, the main thing with the Red Sox. Right. Was that the Dodgers just. Could not hit. Well, the Do- if they yeah. were getting thrown softballs. Yeah, you know. And I mean, and I've said I said this about a month ago, but the, every Dodger fan owes you Darvish an apology. Yeah, I think so. And he was a he's a really good guy too. So I he really did take it on the chin. He did. No, he. I mean, he even like, even with the, I was pissed off of how like he was okay with what Gurriel did. He was just like, it's whatever. Where okay, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that was soft as fuck. Yeah, it was really soft, which. He he's not a that just shows he's a good guy, but it was soft. Yeah, no, I think it was soft. But you know that's it's what it is. The Astros, what if they actually have any actual fans? Uh, they're gonna prance prance around saying, "Oh, we still won." No one thinks of you as a champion. Sorry. Well, I mean the Astros only have fans every October, so right. There's no one. Just, they don't watch the games. I've never actually seen... I've seen, like, one Astros jersey in public. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I didn't talk to the dude, but... I mean, he's probably a cunt. Uh, I maybe. Mean, I mean, I... I remember, I remember the... I think a lot it, of people are. Facts. I think, uh, I think I remember, like, the day or two after that World Series. That was when, like, Call of Duty World War II came out. And so I was at GameStop, just waiting in line to get, to get the game, <laughs> and there was a kid, there was a kid with an Astros hat on. I'm like, what, what, what are you doing here? Listen, man, the moral takeaway from this is if you have an H in your name, first or last, I don't care which, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah, basically. Sorry. All right. Well, let me just go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> You know. All right. Um, so let's shift from talking about one finals uh, to some playoffs here. Oh. I see what else is written on that board. We'll get probably get to that at the end. But uh, yeah, so NFL playoffs, obviously coming fresh off that uh, Titans uh, choke of all, like a, like a Kershaw type choke. Texans. Texans. Sorry, <laughs> did I say Titans? Hey, yeah, you did. I meant Texans. Hey, Texans. Houston. Fuck you. Well, yeah, I, the, Bill O'Brien's gonna get fucked. 
Uh, hopefully. Because I love Deshaun Watson. The man balls out. He deserves better. He, he does deserve better. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins deserves better. Everybody on that team Larry deserves Fischel better. Larry has deserved better for the last 15 years. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, obviously, so they went up early, and the Chiefs... Ooh. <laughs> they put, what, a 50-burger on them? Yeah, I... Pretty sure it was like fifty three to twenty four final. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it, I mean it was just. I think that the Texans could be like a serious playoff team if they had better coaching. They're yeah. definitely built that way. No, they've got weapons. They have a elite quarterback. They have a for the most top part. five receiver. They have you know. They've got one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, I mean, Houston's a good team. They just, they lack coaching. They really do lack coaching. Yeah, and I didn't mean to uh, shit on my boys, the Titans, on accident at the start because at the start of the playoffs, we made brackets, and I was the only one with the balls to call their victory over the Patriots. I mean, wh- why, why would you bet against the Patriots, though? Let's be real. Uh, because the Patriots aren't good this year. But they're the Patriots, and they're they'll the find Patriots. and they'll find a way to bullshit their way out of some to some win. Usually, uh, yeah. But they had even but, less weapons on offense than they did last year. Tom Brady's starting to get caught by time. I think time's breathing down his neck. It a, hasn't caught him yet. It's a beautiful he's, thing. He's uh, breathing down Brady's neck. I think. Um, and so yeah. <laughs> That and it's like there's not a young there wasn't a young quarterback to prey on for the Titans. It's like you really think you you really think you can scare Ryan Tannehill by like threatening to pick him off. The dude played in Miami. He probably got pretty used to it. Uh, yeah, he's not scared. That he's a and like Derrick Henry. How can you physic? It's like the Patriots trying to physically impose on Derrick Henry. This the dude's six three and like two thirty five. Good luck. My opinion is that whoever stops Derrick Henry stops the Titans, but uh, it's looking like a brick wall might have a problem at this point. Yeah, I th- they're not stopping him. Yeah, so. dude's balling out. I just hope that he doesn't get uh, subjected to that same kind of like one year beast curse that's plagued like yeah. you know todd Gurley and ezekiel elliott eddie lazy eddie where they've had like a transcendent like eddie record lazy. book type year and then they either get paid or not either way really and then just <laughs> yeah i really don't want that to happen no. because he's one of the funnest players to oh, watch yeah. no, in the he... entire freaking league He's really fun to watch, and Houston, or not Houston, Tennessee, just upset of the playoffs. I mean, I just, it was shocking seeing Lamar Jackson play that. I mean, you haven't seen him play that poorly since the game in, L- in L.A. last year. Yeah, no. I mean, I, but, you know, I think the thing with Lamar is that he's young. He's playing in his second year. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, like, not, I'm not worried about him. I'm either. not going to be one of those people that... <laughs> Choker! Choker! He just he can't sucks. handle the pressure. He's not smart enough. And you kind of have to wonder if people are saying these things uh, from sort of a bad faith place. Yeah. They just really want him to be bad because they can't handle a... Black quarterback who's good. A, a competent black quarterback. Yeah. I I can't help but feel like that enters into it a little bit. Because I, I kind of got that vibe, like, during the draft, too. Well, I mean... Bill like, he Paul, fell, Bill, like, 
to to the end. I mean, Bill Polian was just like, oh, he should play receiver, blah blah blah, and he was the only one that's like, oh yeah, Lamar's not the MVP. Why exactly? Yeah, I don't, I don't jive with that, and it's like, and I was like, really, and I even remember at one point to defend my argument, I pulled the numbers, uh, on Lamar Jackson and uh, Josh Allen, Josh Allen who was yeah. one of the big four quarterbacks that went in that draft, had worse, worse across-the-board yeah. statistics than Lamar Jackson, and he was less athletic. Well, he's still pretty damn athletic. No, and he's still good, and that's no... I'm not shitting on Josh Allen, and but it's like, you think that this guy, who can do just as much as this guy that you're cropping up to be one of these top four quarterback yeah. prospects, he can do just as well... Why are you so I mean, sour on him? I'll play devil's advocate because I, I kind of disagree because only only because I think that coming out of the draft, Josh Allen was just he's he was a big dude. He had a rocket arm, and I think like Lamar, he he has some accuracy issues, which he still does. Yeah, I mean, they, um, yeah, they both. I I, do I, I just bit. think that with Josh Allen, it was more of the fact that I guess he is built better because he's you know lamar is not small yeah yeah, but he's skinny right so i think that maybe that might i mean i get why nfl gms are wary of running quarterbacks especially if they're like kind of like his built yeah but well i mean like i i understand it and i guess they have a right to be wary because yeah i mean i i think that you know they're worried about get you know josh allen might have like a 15 year career where lamar jackson might get hurt like rg3 or yeah so I get where they're coming from, but you can't not say that he wasn't the MVP this year. Like, that's mean, just stupid. It, do, yeah, I mean, definitely the most improved from year yeah. one to two. Well, what, I, what I don't get is people are still shitting on him when, okay, yeah, he has something to work on. But you've seen how Lamar Lamar is as a person and how he works. He's one of the hardest workers in the league. Yeah, I mean seriously. the dude. I mean the dude at every press conference wore a shirt that said "No one cares, work harder." Yeah, how do you not love that? Yeah, I mean I the, just the dude is an absolute like he's, he's a monster. He's, he's gonna a monster. Conti- he's, he's gonna a conti- hard worker. He's a hard worker, so he's gonna continue to get better every single year. If he gets fifty percent better, like from yeah. one to two, if he does fifty percent of that from two yeah. to three, the Ravens are gonna win the Super Bowl yeah. next year. I mean I just like <laughs> so I. I get why someone might want Josh Allen over Lamar Jackson, but you, but you can't. I just unless it's just your own pride, you can't sit here and tell me seriously that you'd still rather have Josh Allen. Yeah, which is like, and, and again, it's no disrespect to Josh no, Allen, but I feel I, like people are, like I said, I feel like people are just crapping on him because they can't handle the concept of a black quarterback. I mean, get used to it. You have Russell Wilson. You have you have Deshaun Watson. Get used to it. Yeah, really. I mean, like. <laughs> This is any time, yeah. Not everyone's that gonna... play action though lethal. <laughs> so easy to disguise it. I just <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. Yeah, it's the ball really just fits in well with him. <laughs> Natural camouflage. It just uh, oh, what's that? Oh, I'm getting suspended for. I'm getting suspended for a podcast. Oops. Oh no. <laughs> god, just. One of the most idiotic takes I've ever heard. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. Yeah, no. That um, one's pretty bad. 
And then, it's right up there with, uh, was it Stu God saying that Patty Mahomes oh, is going to be trash? Yeah. 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 Right well, up there with that. let's not take Stu Gatz too seriously. No. Yeah, no. 14 pretty, uh... <laughs> also, it was really... I don't want to talk about that. You know, NFC, NFC playoffs, though, the, uh... Thank you, San Francisco, for beating the Vikings. Thank you. I... No one wants to see them. Fuck them. Anyway. Um... Yeah, and, and your team is still in it, huh? I, yeah, I... At least until Sunday? I mean... If I'm being realistic, the Packers have a shot. They the, do. They do. I, they, I, they have a legit chance. I think it's going to be a lot closer. They have a legit chance at scraping by, by like, three points. Yeah, no, I... I mean, this is how the Packers play. I feel like what they're going to do is they're going to... This is what my honest opinion about the game is going to go. They're going to get out to a size... Not sizable, but a good lead. So they About might, 14 points. No, I'd say I'd say I'd say maybe they get up like fourteen to like three or like fourteen or like fourteen ten maybe. Yeah. They hold a lead and then they just the offense sputters and they're not the Seahawks and they actually have a competent offense other than the quarterback, and they just run down Green Bay's throat and they just end up winning by maybe a field goal or a touchdown. Yeah, like in my vision of this game where the Packers win, like you said, they jump out to an early lead. And Aaron the and they, and they feed Aaron Jones. Uh, and then the Niners come roaring back. They're yeah. up by like a possession or two going like midway through the fourth yeah. quarter. The Packers have a few good plays. Aaron gets them in field goal range and Crosby the game knocks it down. Yeah. That's the only, that is literally the only scenario where I see them winning. Yeah. I don't, the, <laughs> and I've already said it. So the Packers are going to probably win by a hundred <laughs> I... on Sunday, but I just don't see them beating the Niners. The the Packers, the their defense is good. really good. Yeah. Except for when it comes to long bomb plays. Yeah. They are like bottom ten in the league in they're, terms of giving up. They're not chunk plays. Oh yeah, yeah no, they're, no, 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 no. They're their defense bad. is yeah. solid. Yeah, they just but give up chunk plays. they give up. Yeah. I, like the, I forget this. I don't know. But they give is, up like the lot. fifth yeah. most right. twenty plus yard yeah. plays. It's in not the league. good. It's bad. It's bad. And the <coughs> Niners are sort of like big play. I mean, not they're a pretty run-heavy team. They're so. a run-heavy team, which is something that the Packers also struggle with yeah. a little bit. See, for me, with the Niners, I'm sold on everything about them except their quarterback. Um, I, Their defense is legit. Their coach is maybe top three. I mean, he's probably top three in the league. Uh, their running game is great. He's their, definitely their top are, four if you're just going by still in. Yeah, you know? their their wep- well, yeah, their wep- their weapons are good. Um, yeah, they have kill obviously who did actually didn't practice today, but I think it's just a precaution. He's a he's a polar bear. He'll be fine by Sunday. Yeah, probably. Um, but I just dude's an animal. Yeah, I'm just not sold on Garoppolo. So I think I think if the Packers are a- are somehow able to keep the run game not to a minimum, but are just able to stifle the run game a little bit. They'll and make I mean what they did to Kirk Cousins make Jimmy Garoppolo play quarterback. They'll win the football game, in my opinion. Um, yeah, that could be. I mean, I I'm I'm terrified of the possibility of Blake Martinez guarding George Kittle. That scares me. I hope that doesn't happen. You know, um, if that happens, I <laughs> predict conservatively that Kittle will have. 17 catches for 300 yards and like six TDs. Yeah, basically. I mean, I, you know, I'm honestly at this point, I'm kind of, I'm kind of where I was at the beginning of the playoffs where I said I wanted to win one playoff game, 
And if they get to the Super Bowl, that's incredible. But if not, sure, I'll be disappointed, but it was a... First-year head coach. Right, right. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, damn, they didn't win the Super Bowl in their first year with a coach. It's like, obviously... In it's essentially the same mentality I had when right. the Knights lost to Stanley. You know, it's a couple. Thomas. It's a couple. You know, in a couple years, it's gonna be Super Bowl or bust, obviously. But well, yeah, because uh, I mean, clock's kind of ticking. On well, your, I mean that in core, the clock is ticking. Well, like. yeah, I mean they. Well, they have a great core right now. They just need to get a couple more pieces, and then they'll be to that like Niners level. I think. Yeah. They need. They need a couple, one or two more weapons. They need. They need middle linebackers. Well, they do need a number two receiver. I right. agree. And some this receiving class. Whew, yeah. They they need to pick up a receiver with a number one with their first over or first round pick. Yeah. They I mean, desperately. But I think the Packers in a couple of years will be in that top like top three teams in the league consistently, provided that nothing falls apart between here and there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think that they'll be a great team. I think they're a good team. I like I said. I've been straight up about my expectations. They're a playoff team. I don't think they're a contender, like a Super Bowl contending team yet. Look, gets there, unless, I, I believe. Uh, yeah, um, unless you're planning on accounting for luck, because then they could be. I mean, but... I mean, look, the, we've seen the Vikings beat the Saints. I mean, it's a week by week league. We've seen the Saints, who right. have been one of the top five teams <laughs> right. in football for the last three years, lose in yeah. the playoffs mm-hmm. consistently. Yeah. I mean, and the. I mean, the Niners lost to the Falcons in, like, week 17 or 16. I mean, so it's a week-by-week league. It is a week-by-week so, week league. I do Listen, the Packers, can, the Packers can win the Super Bowl. I just don't see it as the most likely outcome this year. Yeah. Maybe no, I don't two either. years. But, you know, I don't like the Niners at all. Um, so it's really anyone but them. Yeah. Um, I I would love to see Tennessee win a ch- I. If the Packers don't win, I'm rooting for Can- or for Tennessee. I, I would, yeah. Tennessee is, at this point, my number one pick. Yeah. Uh, I just want to see them win. Yeah. I want to see a live leak video of Mike Vrabel chopping his own dick off, <laughs> following up on a promise he made yeah. previously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, realistically, I just don't think that they'll make it past the Chiefs. No. no. The Chiefs are just too explosive. Like, the no. Titans are very, like grounded pound almost yes. methodical yeah exactly kind of thing where the chiefs can score in like score well. two plays yeah. or less on a drive you yeah, know uh by the way the last thing that i will say about the packers is um hey uh jimmy graham did get the first down just want to say that i mean anyway it's what the ruling was i mean it was also love clear. it or hate it bitching isn't gonna change it so yeah so that's that's all I have to say about that. If you actually look at the the where the not the pylon where the first down marker is instead of the yellow line, which by the way is not official. Thank you. It's not official. He was clearly it was clearly a first down. So that's all I have to say about that. Go pack go. We'll see y'all, in Miami. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Right? Yeah. Let, let, I mean, let's hope so. We'll see. Um. I, although it's funny seeing people saying, "Oh, the the NFL is gonna rig it for a Packers or for." A, Rogers Mahomes Super Bowl because it's like the NFL's hundredth season and the first Super Bowl was Packers Chiefs blah 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 it's like okay I mean do you really think they want a team from Green Bay Wisconsin going to the Super Bowl it seems to me that it would be better for it to be Niners Chiefs it would yeah young just gun- because of the market 
Right. Yeah. Like. Well, we all know the we all know the, NF, the NFL wants Mahomes to be in the Super Bowl as much as possible. Oh yeah, which no, I completely which hey, I, mean, I completely it makes agree. Sense, but yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like of the markets left, I definitely feel. I mean, you got to look at it. There's like the Niners are technically a big market just because they're in. I mean, Southern listen, San Francisco California. is a shithole. But it's I, a big market. It's a big market. It's in Southern California. <clears throat> and as we Excuse all know, me. Southern California is like the heart of the bandwagon team, oh, essentially. Yes. Um, so having the Niners go to the Super Bowl is good in that sense. Right. And then if you have, you know... Uh, Mahomes. Mahomes. You can I mean, kind of... You either have Ryan have Tannehill like or Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, you have like the Bloody Sunday Showdown where it's two teams yeah. in red and... Uh, Two, you know, if you want to play that narrative, two young quarterbacks who are going to be at the core of teams that are probably going to yeah. be playoff contenders for the next six years at least. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean that's kind of realistic as we're probably going to get a Niners Chiefs. Which. Um, go Chiefs. I mean, I would prefer uh, Titans Packers. Thanks, man. Um, Partially because I know uh, that it would make you happier. And also because, I I don't know, that's just a game I would rather see. It's a game where I wouldn't lose either way. (laughs) Because I either get to piggyback (laughs) off of your celebration (laughs) binge drinking, or I get to watch Derrick Henry continue to Mm. uh, make grown men (laughs) look look like like children. children. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can you can binge drink with me, except I'll be sad and you'll be just Marvel and Derrick Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Win win. Yeah, basically. Hey, at least you don't want to see me see me sad. It's just you know. It's not so much that I want to see you sad as <laughs> just... I'll profit off of it either way. <coughs> I mean, I'm playing both sides, <coughs> so I always come exactly. out on top. Hey, you're like, you're just like a bandwagon fan. Yeah. You basically. always win. Well, my team got bumped, so now yeah. I just want to watch good football. That. Fair enough. Um. Yeah. I there was something else I, I wanted to say but I completely forgot about it. Did you want to talk about the next gen car a little bit? Oh yeah, no that was, that wasn't was what that, I had, it? that wasn't what I had in mind. But Uh-oh. sure, we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> um. So I'll first say this: the first the first test I believe was in Las Vegas, if I remember correctly, and that was I believe I forget who did the test. But, oh no, it was Austin Dillon, and it, see, I was a little nervous. Now, a lot of people are actually bitching about the wheels, which I honestly don't think the wheels look that bad. I think they look okay. And I think that cosmetic changes are going to be the last. Right, thing. exactly. <laughs> um, They're figuring I, out the aero right now. The way right. the wheels looks pretty immaterial. Right. I mean, I don't give a shit car. what the cars look like as long as they drive good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at the Gen 4. Those cars. Those are butt Now, listen. Those are kind of butt ugly. If they, it wasn't okay. for the races that they were kind of are, them, but I still love those cars. If death. it wasn't with the paint schemes that were oh, on them, Jeff the Gordon. people that drove them, right. Dale? And, the, and the races they ran in, right. those would be the ugliest motherfuckers. They're not uglier than the car tomorrow, though. Yes. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But anyway, uh, Austin Dillon ran the first test, and it seemed to be okay. Um, I was still terrified because there is a big-ass spoiler. Yeah, but as you pointed out to me earlier, the Gen 4 right. cars had a pretty big spoiler, so that's not right. necessarily a deal right. of anything. Um, and my but, thought on it was if they're going to open up the engine, right. you're not yeah. going to want – you don't want it to turn into the Reno air races every time <laughs> you're right, a crash. Right, right. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, but in Richmond, Logano was doing the, 
the uh, test, and the spoiler was like really small. Yeah, and that made me say, "Oh, they're actually <clears throat> they're actually trying to mess around with you know maybe a lo- little bit lower downforce." And that was that was great. I was excited about that. And yeah, then like introducing a little variety. Yeah. Yeah, and then you, we find out today that you know uh, Eric Jones is doing the test at uh, Homestead, and there's the big spoiler again. Which, you know what? They're trying things out. Until I see the official car, I can't really say, oh, that's going to be horrible or not. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I, lo- I like the look of the car. I'm like the- i I'm a little bit iffy on the sound. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm a little bit iffy on the sound. I think they, I think they sound okay, but they kind of sound different than you know what we're used to. Um, so, you can't really say a whole lot from these tests, because they're, again, tests. They're just messing with things. Yeah. But... Some good news on the NASCAR front, thank God. Um, they actually did officially announce a new road course and short track package for this year. Which is cool. Which the spoilers have been taken from like eight and a half or nine and a half inches to like two and a half. Yeah. Massively reduced downforce. Yeah, which, thank Jesus. Because, you know, obviously I was happy with one of the Martinsville races when when Brad won. But, dear God, it was a horrible race. Yeah. I mean, he won- I mean I don't care if he leads 400 laps if he's still side by side and it's close. It wasn't close. Yeah, and Kevin Harvick type races yeah, are right. fun. I mean, like, we're Mar- going to the Pennzoil 400 in Vegas. Yeah, but uh, dude, if Kevin Harvick, if anybody <laughs> is doing that leading 140 laps, please shit, be, please be Denny. I, I will pop some earplugs in and just take a nap in my truck. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> not about that just, wake me up at the end of the race i mean sneak some alcohol heck i fell asleep at the pennzoil 400 <laughs> what was that two years ago yep yeah well i didn't even have anywhere to sleep i just fell asleep <laughs> in the stands and got a heck of a sunburn <laughs> yeah i mean i'll probably be hammered anyway but um but you know it was i i think that race will be better but i think that nascar finally realized oh shit martinsville one of the most exciting tracks usually was awful let's do something about it so good on you i still think the mile and a half package is god awful it's atrocious but so i have a question yes do you think that the cars sound different because in accordance with my theory the engine is also powering a vacuum pump that sucks it down onto the track and that's why the spoiler is shorter because they're like these cars if we put a uh, eight to nine inch spoiler on them they don't move forward because of the strength of the vacuum pump sucking hey, them Ian, down. Hey, we the still track. have to talk about a few more things. I don't think you want me to leave the room now. Yeah. Okay. What else do you want to talk about? Well, because I don't want to talk about that yet. Oh. Well. All right. Um. We have only like forty minutes right now. Oh. So. Okay. Well. Um. Actually, I'll shit. I'll talk about this since it just came out. Uh. I have a, not, I would say a weird obsession. I just find interesting, you know, documentaries on crazy people or killers. Oh. Yeah. Um, so a new Aaron Hernandez documentary came out today. I think it, did it come out today? I thought it's been out for a couple days. Maybe, maybe it? it's been out for a couple days. Um, oh. maybe it came out yet, like last night, but <laughs> basically it's a, th- it's a three hour, three part series about basically the trial. I'm on like halfway through part two and it's, if you had, whoever's listening, Go watch it now. The um, little bit of it that I watched kind of over your shoulder was, like, bone-chilling. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, for example, I was telling you about this when we were getting back from the gym. Um, with, 
Owen Lloyd, who was the guy who Hernandez allegedly killed or was plagued, or was charged with. Allegedly. Well, okay. He he pled he not he didn't plead, but he was charged with it. And then um but basically uh Hernandez and two of his friends went up and picked up Odin from his house and I, I don't know what they were gonna go do, but well you like well I don't know what they were gonna go do, but they had shovels in the back yeah, seat and a tarp. Is, uh, well, and a forty five caliber gun and their hand anyway uh, <laughs> unsure yeah i know no. motive totally uh, <laughs> but uh i guess the story goes that odin ha- was like he got in the car and was really like he something was off basically and he felt like something was really weird that was going on and he didn't know what so he te- he texted uh his sister and i i knew about this before but it was just again bone chilling like you said where he texts his sister you know who I'm with, right? Question mark. And then his next response was NFL. And that's the last thing he said. And Whoa. he was found dead the next morning, or the next day. It just struck me as, like, weird. Like, they were talking a little bit about his mental state, about how he viewed prison as being, like, at the Patriots training facility. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it can't be that much different. And then, like, getting on the phone and demanding Harry Potter books. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a... It's a really odd state of mind to be in where you're like, yeah, I got popped for probably Murder. killing a dude. The, obviously, the culmination of this is him killing himself. And he's yeah. like, yeah, but I definitely want to read some Harry Potters before. I yeah, I mean, myself. it was it was just weird to me because like the the documentary said where he, you know, he goes from a 7000 square foot mansion in like Connecticut to like a 10 by 10 foot prison cell. And he just moves in like it's nothing. And, I mean, the guy in the documentary, or the, I think it was a sheriff from, like, the detention center said, yeah, even the veteran guards were shocked and kind of, like, unnerved by this. Yeah, I mean, do we know if, uh, oh, boy, I, I <laughs> do we know if Aaron Hernandez was a practicing Buddhist? Uh, like, did he just achieve know. liberation from all material things where he was like, yes, I have this I house, highly doubt it. To- yeah, no, he was probably just a sociopath, yeah. right? Yeah, there you It go. wasn't so much that he had achieved material, uh, like, liberation from the uh, material uh, desire as, like, he didn't exist on the material plane anymore. Yeah, basically. I mean, he... And, um... Was it Aaron Hernandez where they, like... Uh, take took a look at his brain, and he had the brain of like an eighty year old or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was him. Mm-hmm. Like he had just this. He had incredibly severe CTE, and like basically the doctor said that the most severe case he's ever seen. Yeah, which kind of makes me wonder um, what we're gonna see if we ever get to crack Antonio Brown's head open. It's gonna be bad. Yeah. I mean, I assume that Antonio Brown, like, when he goes out, is legitimately going to go out, like, Viking funeral style, and they're not going to be able to get a hold of his body to do, like, probably, yeah, probably an not. autopsy on. He's just going <laughs> to buy an actual, like, he's going to pay to have an actual Viking warship made, and he's going to put all of his like bentley's and shit on there and like send it he's living he's living in california right uh hollywood florida hollywood florida no maybe not hollywood florida but it's he's somewhere in florida okay so he's gonna so he's gonna send the viking ship out into the uh out into the gulf of mexico and it's just gonna be rigged to blow yeah basically (laughs) 
Yeah. That's that's how I reckon AB is going to go out, provided that he has enough money to do so when he's ready to die. Yeah. If well. it doesn't all get taken by people that he's wronged in the past, potentially. Or from all his lawyer fees. All of his legal fees and... Uh, well, the good news is it's not like the uh, Florida Police Department Sporting League is going to be bogging down his checkbook much. <laughs> nope. I mean, he, he's going to get that money back, so good for you, I guess, AB. I guess. I mean, I don't know that I would support that anyway, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he, he did he did do a good thing, but... <laughs> or tried to. Well, he tried to. At then... a certain point, though, you got to wonder... Is this like when mega corporations are like, oh, see, we paid for this one disabled employee's wheelchair while simultaneously denying everybody else who works for us health benefits? Yeah, I don't know. I. AB is just quite a character. I. There is no. <laughs> Antonio Brown will go down in history, I think, as. One of the craziest freaking wideouts that has ever graced the NFL. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. And Aaron Hernandez probably was. This similar. I mean. Yeah, dude. That, <coughs> oof. I mean, what's crazy too is, uh, so the murders that he was found innocent of before he hung himself. Yeah. Um, those happened, I think, a year before the, the Owen Lloyd murder. Yeah. So, I mean, I, pro- I honestly think he probably did do it, because they did find the, re- they did find the car that was used in his house. Listen, man, if you can acquit OJ, you can acquit anybody. Exactly. Um, but... I mean, allegedly, right? Well, allegedly. Yeah. Well, when you have two of the most incompetent prosecutors in the OJ case, that's kind of what happens. Anyway. Um, uh, Anyway. And, oh, and he turned into a race war, but yeah, um, but they found the mur- the vehicle that was used to murder those two people in his house, and this is when he was hanging out with these two dudes who were pretty bad. And if he did kill those two people, what's crazy to me is he played an entire season for the Patriots, knowing that if he did do that, that was on his mind. I don't think it was. I don't think it was on his Fair? mind. And that's even scarier. Cause even... From the little bit that I've heard, I don't think this man understood anything that he didn't like get told to do in a gym or read out of a playbook. Fair. I yeah. legitimately think this dude was like... He needed structure I... or he was going to blow up. Yeah. Which... I, do, I think this dude was a sociopath yeah. and he just desperately clung to any kind of regiment, yeah. whether that was a playbook or a prison yard. I mean... Yeah, no, the dude... like When the dude was... On a schedule, he was, you know, he had people telling him what to do. He was fine. Yeah. And, you know, he was beloved by, you know, Patriots players, Patriots fans. I mean, and then... Home Depots that sh- that sold digging equipment. Well, he was number one customer. I mean, the... It's like the little anecdote you told me about the, the whole sponsorship thing. Oh, I, God. I don't really want... I don't know that we should spoil that. But oh, like, eh, sure. Uh, oh, whatever. Nobody listens to us anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I was just, you know, I was just in my room. I was just casually listening listening to it. And I just hear this little tidbit where he, he gets a call from his agent in prison. And he he's talking, you know, his agent saying, you know, it, you know, kind of, you know, as a joke, you know, you know, I'm really, I'm trying to get you some sponsorship, but it's pretty tough right now as a joke, which 
okay, funny joke. Kind of. And Aaron Aaron says to him as a joke, man, you should really try to get me a Smith & Wesson uh, sponsorship. Dude, to <laughs> kill somebody and then turn around and joke about it? I mean, you're either so used to it that you're getting paid by the military or, Dude, you, it... like, there's a... Or, like, there's something in you that snapped. And it honestly could be both. But... I... Dude, it... That one just... Okay, this dude's crazy. Yeah. No. The, the dude is loose. <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, so I guess the only, uh, thing we're missing right now is the NBA. And I wanted to... <laughs> just talk about it, because I find it so funny. Uh, during the Grizzlies-Rockets game... Oh, Harden boy. didn't respect John Morant's three or John Morant 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 John Morant's three dropped it in his face and then is on court saying tell that motherfucker about me it was so great dude because I saw it on uh, I think Sports Center yeah and they like blurred out his mouth <laughs> like they do in your yeah. curse I don't even know why they bother yeah no <laughs> everyone like, knows every yeah everybody can figure that out yeah. Uh, but that's absolutely hilarious. Um, Fuck James Harden. I mean, my understanding of it, I don't watch Grizzlies games. <laughs> Who um, does? I haven't been watching much basketball at all recently, but like, like he's on pace to be an, uh, one of the best players that the Grizzlies have ever had come through. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and just to be willing to mouth off to uh, like a veteran like that, I think that's pretty dope. I mean... I, I respect Jaw even more for having no respect for James Harden. I appreciate you, my guy. Harden didn't respect his three. I mean, I, th- I think that's just turnabout, right? I mean, if I wouldn't respect a guy either if uh, if the only way he could score was from, doing, was from traveling and then doing a step-back three. I mean, okay, I, I know you're not going to like this, but to me, the way that Harden plays feels just as cheap as, like, uh, the way Wade would rip into big guys sometimes. Yeah, no, and well... And just pick up those, like, BS, like, rap fouls and see, shit like the that. the difference is... It, I mean, Wade was a good player on top well, of that. Right. But it reeks of being equally, like... You're right. Opportunistic. But Wade... It, like I've said in the past, it takes skill, but, like... <laughs> dude. Well, I think the biggest difference is the fact that, you know, Wade would kind of push into guys to draw fouls. Harden's not really doing that. He's traveling to get space and then shoot. Yeah. I mean... So he's committing a violation. Wade is just kind of like drawing contact to get fouls. James Harden is like the new age Reggie Miller. I mean, if you really think about it, Reggie Miller didn't really show up on the playoffs a lot of the time. And he did the exact same shit. Yeah. Where he would... Where he perfected the art of just like... First off, also both... Could randomly explode at any time, well, just in terms of points and scoring. But they were—they're just—they're both so adept at getting these bullshit yeah. and ones. The difference is, no one loves a good strip club more than James Harden. Did the uh, strip club quality index? Um, I really hope that we can get more data on that this year. Oh, I also, well, yeah, because the other thing. I'm a little upset with the MLB, um, but by handing out uh, fines, they've put my theory that I posed a couple of episodes in Uh-oh. doubt. 
where we're going to see significantly more wild pitches this season because pe- uh, because of more complex signing systems because yeah. people are afraid of getting it stolen. Yeah. And I feel like the MLB might have put a can on that theory yeah. by actually kind of doing their job. Well, the difference is... Maybe. I don't know. Well, I feel like some organizations might still have that fear. So no, I still well, feel like no. we're going to see more wild pitches this season. The difference, well, the difference is steal signing is a part of the game. Sign stealing? Right. Yeah. Um, stealing signs. Using technology in, like, trash cans to, like, tell the batter what's right. going to happen. But do you think really that different. organizations will be afraid of that uh, uh, enough to the point where they're going to be instituting these really complex signing systems uh, and getting these wild pitches? Well, I mean, I think As a catchers, result, because I of think, a miscommunication... I think, well, I think pitchers and catchers pitchers. might... Be, try to be more complex, but I don't think it's gonna. It's not gonna deter players or managers from like trying to steal signs because no, again, that's been a part of. The I game. mean that that that's fine. I'm just saying, like, is the fear of a camera in the outfield? <laughs> um. Oh well, maybe. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's gonna lead to more wild. I mean, could. I... And I do also recall reading a while back that the Yankees had complained of something going on in center field when they were playing the Red Sox, mm-hmm. and I think that was this year. Yep. Um, so yeah, basically fuck Alex Cora. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then there was one other thing we wanted to talk about with the NBA. The return of our Lord and Savior has been slated for January... What is it? January 22nd? Yes. Mark it down on your calendars, folks. It's the day the NBA changes forever. Zion Williamson makes his debut against the San Antonio Spurs. The most exciting episode of Zay Watch we have had. Uh, it's here, folks. Because he's so into the games that he's falling asleep on the bench. Oh. It's just that easy for Ladies him. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got him. He's he's going to come back. He's going to set the league on fire. He's going to uh, probably have a 85-point debut, probably. He's going to. And, of course, uh, it's all Sports Center can talk about. When me and Michael were in the gym, they no, had it not, up on Not TV. to brag, but we go to the gym. Well, yeah, yeah, like once a week. <laughs> hey. It was it was this little you might go once about a week. The, the John Morant thing. And then just Zion, Zion in practice, shooting jump shots, uh, dunking, getting handed the ball, not playing against anybody. Not being able to properly walk. I mean, now, what I will say is... Um, that was probably because the reason it looked like he was doing warm-ups mm-hmm. is because it's just that easy for him. That I know you don't know this, but they were actually showing a full scrimmage. That wasn't warm-ups. Really? It's just that Zion was moving so quick. That is. They had to um, change the, uh, the, the shutter speed on the cameras mm. to, to capture it. And it was making all of the defenders that were trying to stop disappear. him disappear. Exactly. He, exactly. He's a more unstoppable force than Derrick Henry. Yeah. He was. That's really what it was. The dude was weaving through, and it looked like he wasn't even trying because he's not. I mean, the dude is was probably going like 50% and still yamming on every single uh, person he was scrimmaging against. I'm sure of it. I am 100% positive. Entering halfway through the season, he's still going to get Rookie of the Year. Vax, yeah. I mean, actually, like, no joke, I legitimately still see that happening. The NBA is going to find a way to give him Rookie of the Year. Well, yeah, but, you know, see, we're working off average stats here. And because, you know, 
Zion enters when all of the other players are tired <laughs> and their numbers are yeah. probably going through a slight statistical yeah. slump just because the season's starting to wear on them. And then he enters. So he's uh, going to have a great game against the Spurs. Well, he's going to, you know, he's going to play out the season and carry the Pelicans to the first the of number one season. 35 Larry O'Brien trophies. Oh, yeah. um, but, uh, um, yeah, so just based on averages, he's yeah. going to look the best yeah. because he comes in well-rested. I mean, that or he's going to get another lower body injury. But and um, learn how what I think really what it was is uh, this is also he's going to be uh, – this was actually just a marketing ploy. Oh, yeah? This is how he's going to win MVP as a rookie because the Pelicans are not doing great right now. No. No, they're not. But then when Zion comes back – Zion. When Zion comes back and they don't lose <coughs> a game for the rest of the season, MVP. for the rest of the playoffs – for the next 15 years, then then everybody will know that all of the fucking crap we've been hearing for the last year now, yeah, 100% factual. ESPN running an article about him every day. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The era is coming, folks. The That's era it. is coming. I can't wait. Uh, the other thing... Uh, just a minor thing that I saw that I wanted to talk about really Uh-oh. quick is uh, uh, Herb Dean has been named the uh, referee for the McGregor uh, oh. Cowboy oh, boy. Uh, match on Saturday. Yeah. And a lot of people are very upset about that, and I kind of understand why. Right, who the hell is this guy? Okay, so Herb Dean was the guy who refed the McGregor Khabib, uh, Khabib oh. fight <laughs> and let Connor get away with like. 15 different infractions like feebly warned him once about taking his feet off the or like his toes out of the fence and then connor took them out and then stuck them back in less than three seconds later um so we're gonna see how that goes there is no doubt in my mind that the ufc has done everything they can to just serve this w oh yeah mcgregor like dude I would put like a five dollar bet on Cowboy just for the shit of it, but I know for what are the odds. Let's I, see. I know for a fact that McGregor's gonna win. Um, because if it goes to decision, I mean Connor's nose could be under his eye, yeah. and he'd still win by unanimous decision. Oh yeah, and it's no discredit to him, but the UFC just desperately needs that Khabib McGregor too. Like, there yeah. is no doubt in my mind that that's what they're shooting for. Uh, all I want to see is Masvidal McGregor, because Masvidal would just absolutely murder That'd him. That'd be nasty. That would that would probably be pretty nasty. It would be disgusting. I mean, and it's funny, because I still kind of like McGregor, but I've really started to sour on him in the last yeah. little while. And I mean, so yeah... Uh, Definitely going to be watching that, uh, but yeah, only kind of as a joke. I hope there's some good undercard fights, because realistically, Connor's probably just going to end up getting a KO in the first oh, round. Uh, Cowboy's not like a super evasive fighter. He's probably just going to stand there and like eat shots until he falls. Oh, yeah. Uh, sur- Battery comes out and just kills McGregor, which would Cowboy, be really funny. Too. Cowboy is plus uh, 275. 275? So if if I put a five dollar bet on him and I win thirteen dollars or thirteen seventy five. Wow. But ten bucks I know I can win twenty seven. Cool. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't see it happening. Like I said, 
I sort of feel like the UFC is... I mean, they are. They're serving it up. They're giving him a ref who will let him get away with yeah. anything. Most likely. Unless Herb goes out there and does his job the way he's supposed to. Nah. And, but then the UFC can slither out of it by being like, see, we wanted to give him another shot. He did such a bad shot. And, or he did it so bad last time. Yeah, I'm going give to give it to him again. We, we wanted to give him another shot. And like, see what he did this time? He ref that fight good and fair. Oh, yeah. And then if McGregor wins by some bullshit, it's just like, well, yeah, but now you guys get... The rematch that you've all been waiting for, which I no mean, one asked for, kind of, but I mean, could we just uh, kill him again? Again, like th- I don't know how anybody thinks that result's gonna change. It's not. I really don't think it is. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to Saturday. Unless the fun. UFC chucks McGregor's hot piss tests, like <laughs> I mean, they might. They might. They just might. Listen, nothing would probably get them harder than mcgregor winning and then setting up that grudge match because people i I mean i I, i'll be the first to admit i would be a total mark for that i would want to see that oh yeah just because i know that could be it'd be the closest thing we get to a public execution in a first world country yeah basically but yeah that's 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 the ufc so I just want to end. Uh, I just want to end this podcast uh, by congratulating you, you. I actually remember what I was going to talk about when you said uh, the Zion and the Pelicans. Oh, okay. Um, I just want to be the. I just want to congratulate the uh, LSU Tigers. Go Tigers! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I just want to. Fir- I just want to first say, uh, Coach O. I I just, you know, everyone at USC, except for the people who make the decisions, loved you. The players, the co- the fans, I know, I knew so. I mean, I knew a lot of USC fans that were just begging for you to become the head coach who loved you. I know, I should, I mean, I still love you, Coach O. You, you're the best coach USC's had in, since Pete Carroll. Um, I'm, I couldn't be happy for LSU. I can be happy for Coach O. Um, he's probably he's one of the best coaches in the country. He's the best recruiter in the country. Um, and yeah, I, I was rooting for LSU the entire year because, well, Coach O's the man. Joe Burrow, I will be praying for you every night. Good luck in Cincinnati. Yeah, and low-key though, don't let the door hit you on the way out. You did kind of sell your teammates down the river. <laughs> I do want to talk about that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because he really fucked over anybody <laughs> who's not leaving LSU this year. <laughs> like, to say that, yeah. oh yeah, the the money that OBJ was throwing around, that was real. Like, I mean, listen. Bro, just like, you didn't, it's like, yeah, I get it. You're gonna get the Brinks truck in the NFL <laughs> going as a high-drafted rookie. Your teammates might not be in such a fortunate position I'm not going to talk too much shit until the NCAA actually does something, which they might or might not. I, I mean, but I... To my, have heart, like, to have an admission, even if it's on pardon my take, the NCAA, if they want to do something, they're going to run with that for a marathon I mean, look, and a half. The thing is, though, is that OBJ, was not, he's not a booster. I mean, he went to LSU, but he's just a 
diva wide receiver that came back to see his team win a championship, something he couldn't do in LSU. They're gonna come up with something. They are. But I don't think I, I don't think it's a big deal because if LBJ wants to toss players some money, it's like okay. Yeah. But the, but the NCAA is gonna find They're gonna find them. some yeah. way to do it. Yeah. I mean But it's <laughs> I'm sure the argument is gonna be, yeah, but like do you ever see Matt Ryan going back to Boston College to drop cash on them? Why would Matt no. Ryan ever go back to Boston College? Okay, yeah, but like, they're probably going to find a way to argue that it's unfair recruiting. Because it's like, hey, uh, and obviously the NCAA is just going to try to paint everybody Listen, else as the bad guy. LSU has, has Ed Ogeron as a recruiter. That's already unfair. It's already unfair, but then the NCAA is going to turn around and be like, well, obviously, like, they're going to use this as an incentive. It's like, oh, come to LSU and win, and you'll be given, like, I don't know. It probably amounted to, what, like 800 bucks a person, probably. Pro- probably. Probably wasn't even that much. But, you know, uh, you'll get paid if you win a championship, which is obviously they, bull. I mean, but, well, like, I mean, they get paid anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's just my thought on that. Amateur athletics. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fuck Alex Cora, fuck amateur athletics. Fuck AJ Hinch. Fuck AJ Hinch. Fuck the Astros, fuck the Red Sox.